Imagine that you're about to board a plane to take a trip. Not a long one, about 50 minutes, give or take a few. Long enough for you to order a coffee or an adult beverage. Your captain is a grade school four square champion and an all-star at UNO. Hailing from Salina, Kansas and residing in Southeast Texas, he will give you his thoughts on music, family, and adventures in life. So sit back and get comfortable. The seatbelt sign is always off. Welcome aboard flight 785. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Once again, I am here, Flight 785, a.k.a. Dutch Chocolate. You know who I am, guys. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard, guys. Guys, I am here with my lovely lady friend, Carrie. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, Mr. Swissmas. Outstanding, outstanding. And I'm also <laughs> here. We have a guest that has showed up, guys, a guest that has showed up, my good sister, Terry. Terry, hello. How are you doing? I'm well, very well. Thank you. Outstanding, guys. Outstanding. We are here. Current time is 12.33 p.m. on 1-1-2022. You had to think about that? Well, you know, here's the deal, right? You know, There was a pause. He it, hasn't moved into 2022 yet. Well, guys, full disclosure, I am a little under the weather, but that's all right. We're going to keep powering on. And I have He's not taken... had one nap today. I have not taken my... <laughs> You know, that's disrespectful, okay? <laughs> I have not taken my Ginkgo Bilboa today, but that's okay. Have you it's ever okay. taken that? I'm going to be okay, guys. I am going to be okay, guys. And as I always say at the very top of the show, guys, I have what you call diplomatic immunity, guys, which means, you know, my comments, don't get mad at me, okay? Don't get mad at me. These are my comments. You know how everybody says, new year, new me. Well, it's a new year and the same me. That's unfortunate. Anyway, guys, so guys, I think diplomatic immunity yes. means something totally different than you to you than everyone else. Really? Really? I well, concur. Well, listen, this is how we're going to do it, okay? This is how we're going to do it. Hit me up on my socials, Flight 785 on Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat. Flight 785 is just that easy. And if you want to find the show, you can find us on all major platforms, your Apple, your Spotify, your Stitcher, might even be Pandora. Maybe. Maybe so. But guys, we're everywhere. Google Play. Come check us out. Tell a friend. Tell a friend about Flight 785. We just get on here. We pull up some news stories and we chop it up, guys. That's exactly what we do. It's a, it's a good ride, guys. I guarantee it is a good ride. So my sister is here from Dallas, Texas. She is here from Dallas, Texas, guys. Uh, actually, you know what? Correction. Check that. She is from Fort Worth. She lives in Fort Thank Worth. Thank you. There's a difference. Guys. Oh, I wondered what the the nasty look well, was. There's for. a difference. Like I, I don't like Dallas, but that, you neither know, do I. And I couldn't believe he said Fort from Worth Dallas. Is the same hey, thing. No, no, it's not. It it's really. A, there's you know a what? difference. There's a big difference. It's the Fort Worth Dallas no. area. It's the DFW. So either way, they, they combined it, no, which was wrong, totally wrong. People are different. They, they don't. The people are different. You hear that, guys? They She's act saying the different. People are they different. drive different. They're much more friendly in Fort Worth. Is that right? Very. So basically, what I'm hearing from you is you're telling me that the people from Fort Worth are better than the people from Dallas. <laughs> I I did not say that. That's but what I that's, heard. That's you. That's, that's what you said. So yeah, we'll go with that. 
Wow, guys, the more I know already two minutes into the show and I found something out that I did not know. Carrie, did you know that? No. Did you know that the people in Fort Worth, according to my sister Terry, are better than the people in Dallas? I, I thought it was just the Dallas surrounding area. The Dallas I, surrounding area. I, I'm not. You know what? That's not. That's not right. I'm not going to say that they're better. Okay. Oh. Oh. No, they're she's they're right. not she's better. Ba- they're... She's walking it back, guys. No. no I'm she's not, walking I'm not, it back. No, the no, are going I'm, back. I'm just going to say that <laughs> yes. the, the personalities and attitudes are more positive in the Fort Worth area than they are in the Dallas area. Is I would that right? Say. So you're going to right. split and divide. I am. The I area. Am. Yes, definitely. Well, yeah. I am positive that Houston is better than all of Dallas Fort Worth. Yeah! <laughs> you know what? You know what, Carrie? Thank you for the, the contribution of the sound drop. Howard Dean was there, but Carrie was there for the backup. Fantastic, guys. Fantastic. So, hey, we need to get into what we have been watching. We always talk about this at the very beginning of the show to see what we have been watching on the telly. So what have we, we been watching? Carrie? We've what been we watching Selling Tampa. Selling Tampa. Now, it's what exactly is Selling Tampa? What exactly drama. is Selling drama. Tampa? Goodness. Drama. Can you be a little bit more Pacific and so let me know like, what exactly is, like is Selling ten, Tampa? It's on Netflix. Ten, ten women? I, you know, I, uh, probably about... Of, of many cultures. I don't think cultures. it's ten. I don't think it's quite I, I ten. I don't think it's ten. Maybe eight? Yeah, maybe eight. Oh, they sound like ten. Maybe eight women. <laughs> they act like ten. So it's eight <laughs> women from different backgrounds. And yes. they are part of a real estate agency in Tampa, yes. Florida. Okay? Yes. And what it is, it's women uh, that are all selling houses. They're in competition, as real estate agents are. They're all in the same brokerage, and they are going maybe. through it. Well, yeah, they're all going through. Well, so far. So we've only seen, how many episodes have we seen? Maybe six? Or four. Maybe six, something like that. I think we're on number eight. We're on eight. I don't know how many episodes. I I don't know how many episodes there are. Well, I keep falling asleep. Yeah, Carrie falls asleep. But yes, so it's these women and uh, a lot of them cannot get along, guys. They cannot get along. I don't know what the problem is. Well, actually, I do know what the problem is, oh, but they, they cannot get along. And they it's like just, to stir the pot. It's they interesting do. to see that they, they just go at it every now and again. And it's it's trash reality TV, but Carrie loves it, guys, and I'm here to support her. I only watch educational programming, as you all know. Carrie, I'm going to stick up for Carrie on this one. Um, Ken, you're the one who's making us come sit down so that you can start the show. It's not really Carrie who was doing that since I've been visiting, I noticed. Did you take your medication with water and did you take it with a meal, Terry? She doesn't need any Terry medication. Terry hasn't taken her medication, Thank guys. Thank you, Carrie. He uh, is the reality show lover guys, in this family. Guys, I believe you know it me. now. Now I believe you. The, know only, the only reality shows that I need to watch is Big Brother uh-huh. and The Bachelor, Bachelorette. Guys, who are you going to believe? That's it. Are you going to believe... A pillar of the community, such as myself, a pillar, outstanding. He's a reality person. show junkie, uh, you know and what? everybody knows okay. it. Yep. You know what, guys? We're gonna move on. What okay. else? What else are we watching? Uh, Carrie? Terry and I started watching uh, the what is the it? home organizer, the home the edit. edit. That's it. Yes, uh, for home organizing. Ain't nobody got time for that. It's so, on Netflix. It's good. Yeah, it, it's interesting. The only thing is, is I feel like. We've watched two episodes, and I feel like everybody that they've done their closets for have those prefabricated uh, adjustable shelving already in. Right. So it kind of like that that kind of stresses me because it's already built in. They're not showing how to build it in. 
So it's okay to watch the home organizer on TV, but you will not let me organize your closet and everything else in the house when you're at work. Is that what you're telling me? That's what I'm hearing, Carrie. I'm hearing that because I have at many occasion have offered to organize the home the way it needs to be organized because along with Carrie. It's very rude in there, please. Let me tell my truth. And for some reason, Carrie refuses to let me organize her closet as well as the kitchen and everything else. Carrie now, what already say you, has Carrie? it organized. It's so already the, organized. The way Kenan organizes things, and this is the way he's always done it in every office he's ever moved to, in the military, anywhere he's ever worked. Uh-huh. You know, there's four corners in every room or closet or wall, right? right Son of a right, gun. You better right, not say it. Right. Everything goes in one corner. No, no, and then no. as you need it, you pull it out. Wait a minute. It's not like visually where you can see it and pull it Wait out. It's, it's called efficiency. It, 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 it's all in one corner and then you pull it out. I see. So he will go and put everything all in one corner. Uh-huh. And this happened at every duty station. Oh my goodness. He, he's the supply sergeant. He puts it all in one corner. Oh Lord, that's scary. And then the first weekend after he's got it all, he's gone through everything, weeded out trash and stuff and put it all in the corner. I come in and I methodically organize the I supply see. room room uh-huh. and you know then what? it's set you know what let's, got it got let's, it you know for the duration of the duty station we, we don't need to talk about this anymore <laughs> let's let's move what else are we watching carrie what else are we watching oh we started to watch ghosts ghosts is it on cbs uh, abc peacock it's CBS, NBC. though. NBC. It, oh, what's it? NBC. Yeah. NBC. Okay. NBC is uh, yeah, the Peacock. The peacock. Yes. Okay. Ghost. Got it. Yeah. But Terry and Kenan only got through 15 minutes. It was minutes trash. Of it. it was horrible. Trash. It, it reminded it me brutal. of some show, but I couldn't think of what it was because they turned it off right as it was we clicking it off. in my head. Yeah. It was trash. It I was couldn't trash. take any more. But moving on, guys. I wanted need... to find out how she sees the ghosts. Oh, uh, it's not worth it. It wasn't. Moving on. We need to get but to the flight But she didn't plan. originally see them. So maybe something happened. To Ain't she... nobody got time for that. Moving on. Uh, so, guys, <laughs> we need to get to the flight plan, guys. The flight plan is we're going to talk about a woman took an interesting airplane flight. We're going to talk about, you know, proper ways or different ways on teeth brushing. You know, following with the dental, you know, theme that we had two weeks ago, we are going to talk about a New Year's Eve tradition in France. We are going to talk about a incident in a movie theater. We're going to talk about some relationship troubles, and then we're going to get into learn something, right, Carrie? Yeah, a little bit of learn something. What do we got to learn something? I, I I feel like you're doing a do over of my learn something last week, and then you hijink Jack. Hi- what hijacked <laughs> what hijinks jacked okay, my no, new year's no. eve and new year's day history of new year's eve and new year's day with your articles well i don't know carrie does not see what i have already you know in store when i do the show okay. when i write the show in my uh in my office in my home studio we do everything separate. we do it separately we do it separately so who knows true. maybe we are thinking on the same wavelength so that maybe could be it. the year of 2022 yes you know, in 10 days, yes, in 10 we'll days. have known each other for 29 years. We'll have been together. Congratulations. Wow. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Good job, uh, Terry. Uh, it's uh, all to you. All right. Good job. I okay. inhale through the nose and exhale through the mouth, and that's how we get through it. There you go. <laughs> guys, You're if, moving you guys out know now? Any, if you guys know of any realtors around in the... <laughs> 
Southeast Texas area, guys. I may be having to call house hunters. I don't know. I may be needing to get my own apartment. Because you're thinking like me now. It might be about that time because, you know, 2022 is already starting off bad. It's starting off bad. reach you right now. We just start the podcast four minutes in and, and, you know, it's a war on men is what this is. You know, whenever I have... No no one said anything about men. Because you're talking about me and how I put stuff in piles and, and all this type of stuff you know what you know what you're not used to being outnumbered with women you know what because uh, our family dynamic has always been i'm gonna tell you right now four to two you guys are four men to two women oh you know what so it's you always guys, been four no, to two ridiculous. and the dog has always been male so it's five you to know two. What? you guys are treating me bad and i don't like it <laughs> okay i don't like it you okay. started it for yourself. I'm going to let you know right yeah. now. Okay. Man, right you now, fit into selling Tampa. We need to put you on this, there. This is yep. ridiculous. You fit right let in. Let me tell you something. They With need the a drama. Let me tell yeah. you something. When you have he would all those start females. start it and watch the fireworks. When you have all those females inside a doggone office, you need a man up in there. You need a man up in there to run things. You put the need to put the man in the word manager. That's what you have to do. Oh, Diplomatic immunity. <laughs> Don't get mad at me. Diplomatic immunity. Make I told you guys Carrie, at the very beginning. That's stop. why they I, call her the broker, I not told, the manager. You know what? I told you at the very beginning, okay? Diplomatic immunity. But moving on. But that does I, have a bro in it, too. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. You can't spell broker without bro. I think we need to find can, less sexist names and you can't, for the Listen, and you can't, and you can't mm-hmm. spell manager without man, okay? I said what I said. Okay, the woman manager. The, no, that's that's not even a word. That is, it's going in the dictionary in 2022. What'd you say, Rick James? I didn't hear you. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Okay, thank the you, Rick. Thank you. Moving on. This is the like woman manager is in the house. This is ridiculous. We need to move on. We need to move on. Airplane flights. Carrie, uh, what's your take on airplane flights? Are you a big fan of flying? Oh, yeah. It gets me where I need to go quickly. Well, you know sure. what? You know what? And water is wet. Tell us something we don't know, Carrie. <laughs> tell, tell me something I don't know. As long what as is I your take on airplane you, flights? Well, they're good. They get me where I need to go quickly. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows that. As That's long, why it's an airplane flight. This is ridiculous. As you know what? Long Hold on. I'm hitting, you with the, I'm hitting you with the button. Oh, hell no. Let's reset that, okay? Let's reset that, okay? Can we reset and scene? Uh, Carrie, what do you think about airplane flights? What is your take on airplane flights? They're fine. They take me where I need to get to quickly. <laughs> okay, you know what? has not changed. As, as, <laughs> this long, is ridiculous. as long as I have you sitting next to me holding my hand. Uh-huh. Oh, man. I hear you. I'm all good. Me gusta eso. What, what about you, Terry? Yes, Terry, what is your take on it? I what is your take on I don't, my flights? take on flights? I don't mind it. It's just the waiting before getting on the flight. Once I'm on the flight, I'm good to go. I, I don't really like all the people breathing in the same area. Why? What, I, I what, never did even before COVID. What is the issue about waiting before getting on a flight? I don't understand it. Please the, be please please be a little bit Pacific. Um, more I, Pacific. Okay, so I'm not going to name the airline, but I do really like the airline Southwest. But you have to line up before you get on the flight. You know, you're kind of lined up like cattle, you know, A1 through 30. Priority boarding and all that. Yes, they do. They do have that, but you do not have assigned seats. Does it create anxiety for you? Because then you don't know if you have an overhead compartment. No, I never need an overhead compartment. I always put just my one bag underneath the seat. And I don't sit in the first seat because then you don't. Then you have to 
put your stuff in the overhead compartment. So, but I have to have a window seat and I have to be on the right side of the plane. I think it's the right side of the plane. Why? That's where I have to be because I have to lean into the window. You like leaning to the right? Yes. I, yes. I need to lean. No, I need to lean to the left. That way I you need can backhand with so the just, right if you need to. No, I fell asleep on this lady's shoulder one time. When oh, I was my in goodness. Seat. And so I will never sit in the middle seat if I could help it. I have to lean against, have a place to lean against the window. Let me That's get this why. straight. Let me get this straight. I see. Let me get this straight. You fell asleep on a woman's shoulder, a woman that you did not know. No, I was so embarrassed. A woman that you did not know, you fell asleep on her shoulder. I was exhausted from work, yes. That, oh, and I was, in the, I was in the middle seat, that's why. And had did, I been next to the window... Seem to mind? No, she did not. She was so friendly. I'm sure she was probably from Fort Worth. I'm sure. Rick James. Because- Rick James, please. Rick James had something to say, Terry. Cocaine okay, is a hell of a drug. Thank you, Rick. Thank you. You're always she, there when I need you. She was very friendly. She said, "No, don't worry about it, honey. No problem." Oh my goodness. She was from Fort Worth. She was from Fort Worth. So okay. yes, that would be my preferred choice too. Left hand window. Well, guys, you know, just a. I'm not getting. Paid. I may condense it in the middle. I listen. Oh, I'm not getting paid deal. by this airline, but I will tell you that I always fly first class on uh, Spirit Airlines. First class on Spirit Airlines. It is a first class experience, guys. There is no first I, class I, on Spirit. Please Airlines. let me tell He's my truth. He's never even okay. rode Spirit. Guys, fly and Spirit. Will never. Every time I fly, I fly first class oh, on gosh. Spirit Airlines. They treat you well. It, they treat you the well story? over there. Oh, yes, yes. You know what? I digress. <laughs> I did tell you I did not take my Ginkgo Bilboba uh, today, guys. Someone's and I am a little under the weather. But moving on. Why doesn't he take his Ginkgo Bilboba? He never does for the podcast. Because it, Why look, do we get the second rate Kenyan instead of the first? Because he, he doesn't actually take it. Oh, you know what? That's, that's, what that's not deal. true. Got it. That's Got not it. true. Got it. That's not true. Before we get to this, guys, let me tell you. Terry has been harassing me since the minute we got here. She is my older sister. Since the minute she came here, she has been harassing me. Let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you what happened, guys. Okay. I work from home. And so she is in the other room. And I decided. Harassing? No, no. no, What? What? H-I-M. Moving on. So I work from home. (laughs) And, you know, work is through. And so I go into the living room. And Terry is watching TV with the closed captioning on. And I'm looking at her. I'm like, why is why is the closed captioning on on my TV? I've never turned on the closed captioning on my TV. I have no idea how to do it. And she's in there. That's fiddle. the only reason why it bothers him. You know what? <laughs> you know what? That could be true because he okay? doesn't know his own TV. I'm like, why don't you leave my <laughs> TV alone? This is ridiculous. Okay. Leave my TV alone. So she messes. As soon as she shows it, that's not what guests do, guys. Guests don't come to your house and mess with the settings on your TV. She was trying to be considerate, and she showed you you. how to turn it off. So then we're talking about dinner options, and Terry floats the idea of shrimp on pizza. Okay? (laughs) Carrie had some grilled shrimp, or she had some shrimp. She was talking about grilling it, right? And then we said, no, we didn't want that. And then she talked about shrimp and pasta. And I don't do shrimp and pasta. It's one thing I don't do is shrimp and pasta. So, so then we started talking Very. about pizza. And Terry decided we could get some shrimp and put it on pizza. Oh, hell no. Yes. That guys. sounds wonderful. 
guys, what kind of crazy person? They put anchovies no. on pizza. Why shrimp. not shrimp? Mm-mm, on an Alfredo that, spinach that, and mushroom almost, pizza? That sounds that's wonderful. That's almost about ready to make me have an immediate gag reflex. Gag reflex. And then on top of that, you know, guys, my team is the Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders, Raider Nation. John Madden had passed away earlier this week. And Terry sits down because she sees, you know, something about John Madden scrolling TV. And she says, you know what, Kenyon? I thought he was already dead. Oh, hell no. Yes. Wait, that's what she wait, says. I, must, I thought he was already dead. I must that, that was her. That was her answer. Wait, okay? I have to explain quickly. I have to explain now. Because they were going to have that special on on Saturday or Sunday, I believe. So I thought they generally do those specials after the person has passed away. So they have the special. Then the next minute they're saying he Ain't died. nobody got time for that. Thank you for that commentary, Terry. Thank you for that commentary. We're going to move on. So I, I woman, understand where you're coming from. A thank woman, you, thank for that commentary uh a woman spent five hours in an airplane bathroom after learning she tested positive for covid mid-flight oh hell no yes wait she spent wait. five hours in the bathroom well let Is me continue please said? yes her name was marissa oh, Futio, bathroom she, a teacher from no isolate. she did not she did not have bathroom problems Terry. please keep up <laughs> well, okay pl- please pl- no please you know what you know what <laughs> you're on board flight 785 okay i'm gonna mute your microphone okay just please let me finish with the story please <laughs> Okay, let me finish with the story. Marisa Fotio, a teacher from Chicago, she revealed that she was flying from Newark, New Jersey to Iceland when her throat started to hurt. She took a self-test and tested positive for coronavirus. She spoke with the Iceland Air flight attendant and crew members, and they decided that she would spend the rest of her flight in the bathroom, Carrie. In the bathroom. Oh, hell no. How helpful is that to everyone on the flight? Their flight attendants are so positive and so kind, and they just put everybody at ease the second that this happened. They put me at ease, which why, which is why I think I was so willing to stay in the bathroom, she said. After landing, the flight attendant who helped her sent her a care package with food and gifts for her 10-day isolation. Now I ask you all. Would you, if your throat started to hurt and you were on a plane, a five-hour plane, you know, plane ride, if you will, take a COVID test and it become positive and then tell the flight attendants for them to quarantine you in the bathroom? What say you, Terry? What say you? I'd like to know what you have to say. Uh, I, I don't think I would have done that. What would you have done? Not that. Not that. Absolutely. No. Carrie, what say you? What say well, you? Well, I'm trying to... Weigh the pros and cons. Yes. Because if you're in the bathroom, yes. you don't have to deal with anybody. You don't have as to deal with it, anybody. If, if it was a clean bathroom, like they had just cleaned You know it. what? You're right, Carrie. Carrie, when you're Carrie in the those bathroom, bathrooms when you're are the, so small. When you're in an airplane bathroom and you're but getting the tossed around. Listen, they don't have seat they don't and have it doesn't seat have a seat belt. They don't have seat belt. And so you can't eat in there. No, let me get this no. straight, Carrie. You're telling Thank me that you. you think it's better to sit in a bathroom, no, an airplane just, bathroom for five hours with a toilet full of out. and have to deal with that. If my throat yes. started hurting, I would just double mask up. Yes. And there you go. There you go. And sit there and not take my mask off. You wouldn't. Okay. And I would, I put would a act- piece of gum in my mouth to keep fluid moving. And, okay. And my ears are popping. Okay. See yeah. if there is a seat that is isolated from other yeah. um, 
other people on the flight. That's yeah. what I would do. No, but so you can't do that. do that. You can't do that. Because then that's letting them know. The flight attendant would say, hey, why are you moving? And then you say, I have COVID. And the but, next thing you know, you're in the airplane, laugh for five hours, <laughs> fly to Iceland. Okay. I couldn't do that. I, just, I, would, I, just, I, wouldn't take I would just put my hoodie on and. What I would go. do. I, I, if I was in the middle seat, I would ask you to go to one side or the other, preferably the inside. That way I wasn't spreading anything. To what I would do is I would, I would not say anything okay because you're not going anywhere anyway and that the air is recirculated on a plane so many you know hundreds of thousands of times on a flight i would not say anything i would have my mask on well you have to have your mask on anyway i'd have your mask on and yeah i'd put on a hoodie and just have no you know least amount of contact with everyone and then as you're walking off the plane and they say have a nice flight you say you have a nice flight too i just tested positive for coronavirus diplomatic community that's that's terrible no that's not terrible because you're letting people know no i'm not rude rude. what did she go in the bathroom and test herself new year say me didn't i tell you that at the very beginning of the show new year say me diplomatic community so unfortunate i don't know i don't know because you know that is interesting because you imagine can you imagine you know what i should do that sometime they, they shouldn't have i should get on a plane and she, and she should have been mad about that now what do you do now when you're sitting on the plane do you take off your mask and then open up the test kit and take the swab out and swab your nose in front of everybody she had to have gone to the bathroom to do it you think so yeah unless it know. was dark it was dark. Unless it was dark. <laughs> or know? she did it before she got on the flight. And then, so or she did it on, before the flight. Let me get this and then straight. she hold got on, the text message that she was positive. Let me get this straight. This lady was going to do a COVID test in the dark. <laughs> in the dark. She's going to open up the test kit. Okay. In the she's dark gonna on the, the plane. She's going to open up the test kit in the dark <laughs> on a plane and stick that thing all the way up her nose, close it up, and then get the results. At the same time? All right. All that, right. That thing makes you cry. That's terrible. You know what? That's, that's ter- you know what? We need to move on. This, you know what? This this is ridiculous. We need to move on. Carrie, let's talk about teeth brushing. Now, Carrie is a, a certified dental assistant. She has the certification. She has the certification as a dental assistant. And she is going to, guys... She is going, you know what? Hold on a minute, guys. Hold on a minute. Let me check. I'm having an issue with my computer. Stand by. Let me look. Guys, I am back. I am back, guys. We had some (laughs) issues. We had some issues with my Commodore 64 computer, but it is back up and running. (laughs) Carrie thinks it's funny, but we are back up and running. But where was I? I digress. Let us get get into this story regarding... Quit laughing. Let's get into this story regarding... Dental issues. Are you ready, Carrie? I'm ready. Are you ready? Okay. Have you become a dentist? Hey, for the break? You know what? You know what? You're disrespectful. You're disrespectful. A Reddit user has sparked a debate after they asked whether it was normal to brush your teeth in the shower. Oh, hell no. It all started when a lot one- of dentists do this. Please, Gary, let me fit, let me start the story, please. No, I'm serious. Well, it all started they when... They floss their teeth and brush them in the shower. Well, this person put on Reddit, So my girlfriend recently discovered I clean my teeth when I'm in the shower in the morning. It's convenient and saves time, and honestly, it had never occurred to me that it might be strange. Anyway, is it weird or is it normal to go ahead and brush your teeth in the shower? Many people said... 
I do. I do it every day. Don't have to worry about dribble and I'm using the water anyway. A third person said, I'm a dentist and I brush my teeth in the shower too. Floss outside, pre-shower though. So Carrie, what say you as a, a certified of, dental a assistant? A lot of dentists brush and floss in the shower. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not going to that dentist, okay? I would not go to a dentist that brushes and flosses in the shower. I would not do it. Terry, what say you? Well, it's better than brushing and getting it on your clothes before work. I, I don't well, know if how you're many that messy. Times, I don't know how many times my toothpaste is on my shirt as I'm walking out the door. Because Carrie is an aggressive brusher. I told you guys about that two weeks ago. <laughs> no, I told I'm you, an please, aggressive Carrie, please. drooler. She is, okay, you know what? <laughs> This is ridiculous, Carrie. Carrie, Carrie, don't you talk, say that out loud. You, you don't say that out loud. Edit, edit, edit that out. You know what? Good guys, Carrie. Come on, Carrie. You know what? I'm Carrie. trying to be honest. You know, no, that's what. I that's too much. That's too much information. That's too much information. Too much information. So if you information. ever see a white spot okay, okay, on my okay, shirt, okay, okay. that's what it is. Terry, what say you? Terry, what say you on? Are you an aggressive brusher? Are you a drooler? What say what? you on showering and brushing your teeth? I don't Yay think or nay? I don't think it's a big deal. And Kenyon, your dentist could be doing that. You don't know. You don't ask him before you went in there to. I guarantee to you, the dentist. next time I go to the dentist, I'm going to ask him: Do you brush your teeth? In the shower, and, and then if, if he, he says, says yes, yes, you're gonna drop him. I'm gonna walk I, I out of walk the place. I, I I'm gonna walk out of the place, and he's gonna be saying, "Kenyon, where are you going?" And I'm saying, "No, <laughs> no, <laughs> you have out. been dropped." Time out. Yes, I I don't think our dentist is a shower brusher. I know. I have a degree in psychology, and yes, I I I'd probably bet ninety percent. He is not a shower brush. So you can go. So you can tell if someone brushes their teeth in the shower. I could give you a 50 50 guess. And 50, he is well, definitely 50 50, not. those odds aren't that very good. Okay. A 75 25, whatever. Okay. He's definitely not. not. Okay. Fantastic. So, Terry, well, uh, you don't think it's a big deal. I don't think it's a big deal. Guys, Terry, Terry is. She saying, brushes her teeth in I the shower. If I didn't have guys. an electric no. toothbrush. I'd be brushing my teeth in the shower. Anybody that puts said. shrimp on pizza is one of hey, those people. Hey, one now. of those people that brushes but their teeth in the shower. That is just, true. Just so everybody knows, though, yes. we have a toothbrush in our shower, but it's not to brush our teeth. It's to clean the shower. Yeah, with. it's to clean the shower. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Got just it. so Got in it. case anybody yeah, Just sees. in case. Yeah. yeah. Don't pick it up and use it. No. Yes. All, right. All right. Fantastic. We need to move on. New Year's Eve, it's a wonderful time, guys, a wonderful time, and guess what? In France, Paris, if you will, hundreds of empty parked cars go, in, go up in flames in France each New Year's Eve, set afire by young revelers, a much lamented tradition that appeared in decline this year, which saw only 874 vehicles burned. That's crazy. Yes. Yes. The French must be rich. Yes, yes. The well, I don't think people are burning their own cars, Gary. I, you know, I don't I don't think Rick. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Rick. This is ridiculous. No, Gary. People are not for New Year's going out and setting ablaze As their I own said, vehicles. Okay. The French must be rich because they're gonna have to house eight hundred people in jail. No, 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 no. Okay. Only if you get caught, Gary. Okay. Right. The number of okay, cars. Okay, 400 new people in jail. Well, let's, let's just see. The number of cars burned overnight has declined compared to New Year's Eve in 2019 when 1,316 vehicles went up in flames. That is what the Interior Minister Gerard Desmoines said Saturday on Twitter. Fewer arson attacks occurred because of massive police presence on city streets this New Year's Eve. 
enforcing law and order and restrictions on public gatherings and wearing face masks as infections driven by Omicron. Okay, so last year they didn't have big numbers because the country was on lockdown. But this year, only 874 cars were burned to the ground. That's so, still a lot of cars. That That's is ridiculous. a lot of, and so, you know what? So everybody got away with it because they were wearing masks already. Well, I don't know, Gary. I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I did. That's is in, is not in the story. Okay, but you know, like many countries, which I did not know, France sees cars set afire during the year for many reasons, including gangs hiding clues of their crimes and people making false insurance claims. So in France, they, so they are were doing their own cars. No, 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 no. no I don't no. think so. You hire someone to set your car ablaze. You don't do it yourself. So and then you do it. In, you do mine, I do yours. No, I like my car. I like my car. Okay. I like my car. I love my but, car. But what I'm, I'm thinking I'm just is, saying. This, is, this is what I'm thinking, guys. Next year, okay. Next year, They're next, probably green next New Year's Eve. They just Eve, don't want to have cars around. Next New Year's Eve, okay? I may, I, I may, if I see somebody that still has their Christmas lights up over New Year's Eve. Kenyon, Kenyon, th- you're recording in, this. You're in, recording this. In France. Diplomatic immunity. No, 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 no. So no if you're going to go to France. No, I'm not going to do that, Carrie. I'm not, no, you know what? <laughs> We're just going to move on. That's a good idea. I like having his sister You know, we just might need to move on. (laughs) This is ridiculous. Guys, let's talk about movie theaters. When was the last time you were in a movie theater, Terry? Oh, two years ago? Two two and a half, three years ago? Two years ago. Carrie, when was the last time you went? Have we gone to the movies since COVID? Okay, thank you. Uh, we're going to keep moving. Oh, thank you, Carrie. Thank you for that commentary. So, uh, I, uh, No, I remember please. the last time. <laughs> Carrie asked Kenyon the question. It Kenyon was asked Carrie. Carrie turns around and says, have we gone? Yeah, this, <laughs> I just asked you that I, question, I Carrie. It was this is March. what I mean when I talk about being a good interviewer. I ask a question, then she turns around and asks ask me a question. Ask the same question. Yes, ask me the same question back. You know what? When was the last time you were in a movie? Well, when was the last time I was in a movie? Come on, you know what? You know what? Wait, I do remember. Yes, it was like March tenth of twenty twenty twenty. Yes, and it was with our youngest son. Yes, and the grandkids. Yes, we had the movie theater all to ourselves. They let us have unlimited slushies. Okay, so the answer is March twenty twenty. Thank you. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you. Thank you for that commentary. What, what movie did you see? We saw some. Uh, it was a cartoon. It was a Disney movie or okay. Pixar or, or something. Got oh, it. Sonic. Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay. Got, yeah. it. Got it. Well, it was good. Well, guess what? A teenager was shocked when he was bitten by a hamster while in the cinema watching Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, what? Is this hell no. Recent? Maybe because yes. the theaters are empty. The, the young hamsters boy, have taken over. No, Carrie, there's no hamster takeover. How okay? does he know there's it was no, a hamster, well, not a, a mouse? Well, I'm going to tell you. The young boy was only 10 minutes into the film when one of his friends noticed the rodent running about the cinema. This happened in Alabama. Go figure. Okay. The group initially thought the rodent was a rat. So okay. they lifted their legs out the way, but then one of the teens forgot their snack, so they reached down to pick it up. Oh, shit. In seeds eerily similar to the origin story of Spider-Man, the hamster then snuck up on the teenager and bit him on the hand. Yes. Yes. That's unfortunate. Yes. So the teenager said, and it bit me. So I flipped my bucket over and caught it. I thought it would be the right thing to do. I don't know why. The teenager went to say that he found a member of the, you know, the cinema staff 
and took it to the cinema guy. And the cinema guy ended up giving him free popcorn. So guys, that was a, you know, a happy ending, I guess. Who he brings a up- hamster to a movie? Uh, what, Maybe the pet stores. It side is by Alabama. Side. Carrie, you read into things. Didn't I tell you about reading into things? Didn't I tell you about two weeks it's ago, a month ago, things. about reading Carrie, into they're, things? They're okay. generally isolated. Maybe the pet building. store was it's side not by reading side. Into things, you guys. Don't attack me. Uh, no. It's looking at the sunnier side of things, okay? Okay. What's sunny about going to a movie theater and getting I, I bit mean, by a hamster? A logical, positive reason why there would be a pet hamster. No, but they're not normally attached to other buildings. Let me tell you but something. But they're not theaters. normally wild either. In my 48 years, I've never seen a cinema and a pet store right next to each other. At, at okay? the mall? They're not right next to each other. You don't know that. Oh boy. I, you know what? Okay. Guys, guys, Carrie's getting serious for some reason. She feels <laughs> she feels like she's being attacked for some reason. I don't know why, okay? All I'm saying is I have never seen a pet store next to a movie theater. Well, let's okay? go to Alabama. Get, oh boy. And the pet store. You're not reading the into theater. things. You're reading into things. <laughs> Terry, what would you do if a hamster would have bitten you? At the movie theater, at the cinema. What would you have done? She would sue for unlimited popcorn. Stop it. I probably <laughs> would have done the same thing, caught it. I got bit by a guinea pig. I'd see the two teeth marks on my hand when I was a child. So I know what it feels like. Ain't nobody yeah. got time for that. Thank you, Can Terry, you? for that commentary. We need to move on, guys. We need diplomatic immunity. I don't like this diplomatic immunity stuff. You know, when money is tight, most people tend to curb any nights out and restaurant meals in favor of batch cooking at home as a surefire way to save a few pennies. Now, I got this story from the Daily Mirror. Hello, governor. So they do speak a little funny over there across the pod. I still love y'all over there. But anyway, so one man has been doing exactly that. He's been cooking at home, you know, cooking his weekly meals twice a week to save money and time while going through a rough financial patch and working a demanding job. Only twice a week? Yeah, yeah, I guess he makes a lot of food. So the man, he's 28. And his girlfriend, who's 29, have been together for a little over a year. And since she lost her job, he's been the sole earner, you know, making money. And money's been tight because he's the sole earner. Makes sense. Okay, so he says, I cook twice a week and keep leftovers for busy days since my job is physically demanding and time consuming. My girlfriend eats my cooking but hates eating leftovers. In the past, she'd eat out while I ate the leftovers. But now, since money is tight, eating out is no longer affordable. My girlfriend hates that she's lost weight since she'd rather go hungry. Well, let me reset that. My girlfriend hates <laughs> and she has lost weight since she'd she rather go hungry. She or she eats. I'm just telling you what the article said, please. Either way, <laughs> the deal is she's pissed off that there's leftovers. Okay. He said, last night I came home late from work and started reheating leftovers for dinner. My girlfriend came into the kitchen asking, okay, what do you think she's asking, Carrie? What do you think she's asking? What's for dinner? Exactly. So she goes into the kitchen asking what's for dinner. And he tells her we're having leftovers. Okay. So she got upset. And, and she said, said, I'm going to Whataburger. She said, no, no, she, she did not say that. <laughs> that okay. She got, That's the only thing uh, I've heard this whole it. time I've been here. Stop Kenyan it. threatened Carrie with Whataburger. <laughs> anyway. If it's first not on the table at a certain time, I'm going to Whataburger. Right. And it's not even a good place to go. Goodness. Moving on. Okay. The woman got upset. 
Okay, and she said that we should really limit eating leftovers and just leave this type of food for hobos and broke college students. I just shrugged and she left the kitchen in a hurry. She came back after I'd got done eating and looked and asking me where her dinner plate was. I said, I didn't save you any food because I assumed since it's leftovers, then you wouldn't want to eat it. She had a full on tantrum about how selfish and inconsiderate I was not saving her some food and that she would be going to bed hungry because of me. Oh, no, no. Seems like in this relationship, the roles are reversed. This is terrible. This is terrible. This is terrible. But I think that the woman... Can you believe it? I, I think that the woman should contribute. Yes. And cook two meals a week. That way, they're only eating leftovers three nights a week. But she's... So she's not working, but she hates leftovers. But that's and what I'm saying. he gets up and makes this food, and she... Yeah. Through a tantrum because but, he ate up all the food. What say you, Terry? leftovers aren't meant to be what eaten say you? for two, three days. Well, it depends on what the leftovers are, though. There are some leftovers I could eat. For, like, I can eat cranberry sauce, like, every day of the week. Oh, I here love we go, cranberry Terry. sauce. Terry, that's not Terry, a leftover. That's, that's oh. something you just open the can. No, the, just, Terry has a cranberry sauce addiction, but <laughs> okay. that's that, that's for another story. What say you, Terry? Um, You know, I, I think that she should be cooking also. So yeah. then that way, you know, she should do two meals a week. So he you think she's being meals. unreasonable? That's four yes, meals. I think and she's then being three unreasonable. nights a week, they can have leftovers. Right. Do you, do you know what I think he needs to do? Oh, here we go. Guys, New Year, say me. Okay. I told you. I told you at the very beginning of the show. New Year, say me. Okay. You know what that music means. He needs to get his own apartment. Right, Carrie? Right? Carrie? <laughs> Sure. Carrie, are you with me? Sure. Are you with me? Carrie. You know we're, we're gonna Don't be agree, having Carrie. We're gonna be having some discussions after this. Guys, you know what? I don't like where this is going. Guys, we are gonna take a short break and then we are going to get in and learn something. Hang on. You're on board flight 785. Hey guys, winter is officially here. It's time to pull out those heavier clothes, boots, and hoodies. And speaking of hoodies, have you checked out the GDC Gentlemen's Driving Club yet? GDC has apparel and accessories that will have you looking right. Check out my Instagram and you'll see yours truly rocking a black GDC hoodie. Head on over to gentlemensdrivingclub.com and pick yours up. It's a good look. Save 15% off at checkout by using the promo code FLIGHT785. You know how we do it. Be a part of the flight crew at GDC. Gentlemen's Driving Club. What drives you? Let's go. So last year we did a learn something on uh yes re- New Year's resolutions. New so Year's this resolutions. Year, yes. We're going to do the history of New Year's, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Okay. And then we're going to go into some of our most memorable New Year's Eves. Really? So as we're having this learn something, you guys need to be thinking about your most memorable New Year's Eves. Yes. Okay. 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 So, common traditions include attending parties, eating special food to bring good luck, making New Year's resolutions, and watching or shooting off fireworks. Okay. The first New Year festivities can be dated back to 4,000 years in ancient Babylon. Making resolutions and... Yes. Lowering to... Or, uh... What? 
Caucasian. What are you doing? Yes, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. You're I want waving to know. your phone around. I'm waiting with bated breath, please. <laughs> and and offering to pay off your debts. Okay. So a fun fact, I got a question for you. Yes. And you can't m- turn the question into a question. Okay. Do either of you two know what what did Julius Caesar? Why did he have to add ninety extra days to the forty six BC calendar? Why did Julius Caesar have to add 96 days to the... The 46 BC calendar. Why did he do that? I do not know. Terry, I'm going to defer that over to you. I have no idea. (laughs) I'm going to pass on that It was to realign the calendar with the sun. Really? So now we're correct. Really? Because of Julius Caesar. We're correct. <laughs> yeah. okay. okay. Very nice. Very okay. nice. <laughs> All right. The new year or the calendar has been developed throughout the world based on astronomical and agricultural events. For example, the Chinese New Year occurred during the second new moon after the winter solstice. Yes, the winter solstice. So some traditions around the world that I found was quite interesting one of them was burning cars down to the ground well you you kind of topped my unique one did i in spain they involve the throwing of dozens of grapes symbolizing their hopes for the months to come right before midnight right or you eat grapes you eat 12 grapes throwing grapes yes or or eating grapes you can eat grapes too but of course Kenan beat me with the burning of the burning cars and yeah, yeah that, that's definitely he's so. a topper he's, he's a and topper. then uh what foods have you heard of that bring good luck for oh the new year? i'll tell you right now black eyed peas you have to have some black eyed peas and why you gotta have uh because black eyed peas symbolize uh like coins yes uh, coins pennies. if you will pennies uh money okay yes. and Yes, like I'd peach cornbread. I would say cornbread also. Corn, cornbread, cornbread represents gold. It represents gold. Yes, that's correct. And greens. And uh, collard greens, mustard greens, kale yeah. greens. What kind of greens yes, are we talking greens. about? Greens. Mixed greens. Mixed greens. Represent dollars. Represent dollars, guys. The money is green. Yes, okay, yes, yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> of course, English-speaking countries sing Hello, songs. Hello, governor. Oh, gravy. Yes. Sing songs and do fireworks. Then there is the iconic New Year's Eve ball drop in New York City Times Square. You know what? Which, do you know what year it took place for the first time? The ball drop? Yes. Um, I will guess 1965. Terry? 1923. Nope, you're both incorrect and a little late. 1907. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't know Goodness. it was around that long. I didn't realize it was so, one time. Some other cities, yes. unique traditions for them yes. that mimic the ball drop are in Dillsburg, Pennsylvania. What do you think they drop at midnight? Pickles. Very good. I was going to say pickles. Yes, pickles. Okay, so Tallaposa, Georgia. Tallaposa, Georgia. What do they drop? Peanuts. Peaches. Opossums. Opossums. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Where's yeah. PETA? Where is yeah. PETA? That's what I was wondering. But it's their tradition. So in Tallahassee, Georgia. Yes. So in Tallahassee, Georgia. Uh, possums. They drop possums. Okay. Mm-hmm. I understand. Okay. 
<laughs> so what is your most memorable New Year's Eve, Terry? Yeah, and Terry, I know you're, you're speaking on traditions that were done in the Netherlands, right? Because you lived overseas for a little bit. Yes, yes. Um, it's They pretty much do the fireworks and everything in the Netherlands. And, and as children, we couldn't understand why that was the big one. We figured 4th of July, and then my mom explained to us that... In Holland, they don't really have a 4th of July. They don't have a 4th of July. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, so, Rick James. Rick James, no, where are you? I can see Rick how that James, could I be a little confusing. Yeah. Rick James, yes. I need it's, you right now, Rick James. Okay, hell of a drug, Thank though. you, Rick. Thank you, Rick. No, we're celebrating the 4th of July. The Netherlands. Let me call the embassy of the Netherlands and ask you, what 4th of July activities oh, you, do you guys have planned? You couldn't even talk when you lived there. Don't worry That's about right. it. That's right. That's right. So you what know. was your most memorable? Uh, I really don't have a most memorable. But yeah, I guess maybe I do. I was visiting my parents in Salina, Kansas. Salina, and Kansas. Shout yes, out to Salina, Kansas. Yes. And I don't really observe the New Year's, you know, seeing the New Year come in normally because my sleep is more important, you know. And so I told my mom I was going to be crashing. Well, she had just about invited the whole town over for New Year's oh, Eve. Yeah. The yeah, whole town. So, yeah. So needless to say, I was on the couch sleeping. I would just hear various voices. There's Terry over there sleeping on the couch as people pass through the house. There's eating. Terry sleeping and, on the couch. Oh, you know, that was, I know. I know like that a was hobo, my, guys. That was my she was like a, like, a ho- like a New Year's Eve <laughs> they hobo. They probably said Terry had too much to drink yeah, before that, five. Okay, okay. You're but, on board flight 75. Yes. Okay, Kenan, what was one of your favorite or most memorable New Year's Eve? You know what? My favorite New Year's Eve is every New Year's Eve I get to spend with you. (laughs) But do any of them stand out to you? Do any of them stand out? You know what? Come to think of it, I I do recall, I can't remember when it was, but I had a sister come visit on New Year's Eve, and she was talking about putting shrimp on pizza, changing changing the captions on my dog on TV, and and, and then this morning, you know what she did? I'm here in my studio prepping for the podcast. She gets up, she walks out of the guest bedroom, she peeks her head in, she says good morning, and then she disappears disappears to the kitchen to make her coffee, never to come back. I thought she was going to come back and have her coffee and we could chit chat but she did not do that she got her coffee and she disappeared okay that's what happened true story kenan's asked me where did she go and i said i think she took her zippy cup and went back to bed she took her coffee guys is that what guests do they come to your house they drink your coffee they say hello just so they could get coffee and they'd go back to the guest room i needed my coffee to disappear never to be seen again so ridiculous what Yes. So some of my most memorable. Now this was a very very mild New Year's Eve yes. because as I grew up, New Year's Eve was a huge party. Aunts, uncles, neighbors, friends, everybody right, was right. there. Mm-hmm. Mom would pull out the pots and pans and be banging them. Fireworks everywhere. Like it was a huge ordeal every year. Yes. Um. So this year was very mild. I remember a New Year's Eve we had in Colorado. All the kids invited two friends each. Mm-hmm. And then we had all the neighbors and some work people and things got a little crazy. There was an ice storm while we had the party. Oh, so goodness. we decided in our cul-de-sac, we were going to slip and slide all the way around the cul-de-sac yelling, Happy New Year! Yeah. Oh, we had a good time. Was that the time was they had? Good. No, that wasn't the time we had the it gig. Was, 
Yes, please yeah, continue. Yes, I believe we did have a keg then too. We had oh, a, a okay. two different cages. Yes, I believe we had a keg that year too. Wow. Oh, and we were snowed in and some of the kids' friends couldn't leave for days. Like it was just Oh, that's a Because we couldn't make it back up the mountain. So yeah. we had yeah. we had a house full of teenagers. It was a good time. It was yeah. a good time. It was a good it was a good New Year's. The kids remember it a lot. And then my second favorite New Year's was as a child, one of my family's friends had a wedding on New Year's Eve. Really? Yes. Oh my. And they did the popping of the confetti things right. and the mm-hmm. kazoos and the hats uh-huh. and that we had you know, it was a Catholic wedding, so we had the mass, we had the dinner, we had the cake, right. and then they oh had my. the dance till midnight, right. and then the kazoos and the cheering. And so the, it was a good time. Oh, yeah. It was a blast. I was probably maybe like 10. <laughs> and, and you remember that. Yeah. Oh, definitely. yeah. Getting definitely. a party with the adults. It yeah. was amazing. Absolutely. So. Yeah. So New Year's has always been just one big party. <laughs> Fantastic. So that's what we have yep, for that's all we got for learn something. Hope Out- everybody had a good New Year's Eve. Outstanding. Outstanding. You're on board flight seven eight five. Here we go, guys. Here we go. The last segment of the show. It is called Abby is not right. This is where I pull a story from one of the advice columns and we chop it up to see if Abby is or is not right. So Terry, are you ready? I'm ready. Carrie, are you ready? I'm very ready. Outstanding. Here we go. Dearest Abigail, how do you explain to a man how uncomfortable hot flashes are? I am a premenopausal woman who has been married for 12 years to a sweet husband who loves to snuggle. But when I'm having a hot flash, the last thing I want is a warm body touching me. Oh, no. No. No, this is terrible. My husband thinks You are a horrible person. Excuse me. You are. Diplomatic immunity. No, you're a horrible person for putting this. You know what? Next time we'll have air. New year, save me. Rectile dysfunction. You know what? This is ridiculous. (laughs) You find a dear Abby about that. George Sakai, you get the hell out of the studio. I'm not going to have you in here again, okay? Get out of the studio, okay? Every time something crazy comes up, every time Carrie, you know what? This is what the show is is divulged down to, Carrie, okay? The first show of 2022, and we're talking about erectile dysfunction. Oh, well, people my. don't George know. George the guy? You just, you, 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 that's what we're talking about, You drag the okay. anger out of people. No, I, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I drag the anger out of you, people? You push them to the limits I'm with your diplomatic yep. immunity. I'm not that and guy. And then after 10 punches, I'm it's done. The, I'm not that guy, okay? I'm not that guy. But what I will not do is have you drag this show into the gutter. Carrie, I will not drag this show right, into the gutter, okay? This is, t- this is a family show, okay? If, if, you if little Johnny, you if little Johnny, okay. let me tell you something. If little Johnny is sitting in the back seat of the car, okay, and this nice lady, mama, is driving the car listening to Flight 785, and little Johnny says, Mom, what is erectile? Dis- what is ED? Oh, my. <laughs> what exactly do you want her to say, Carrie? What are you saying? No, you want? no one said this was a kid show. You know what? You know what, guys? True. I apologize. Okay. The views expressed by it Carrie do not a, necessarily it reflect be the a views. PG 13 show. The views of Carrie do True. not necessarily reflect the views of Flight 785 nor I-135 Entertainment. Okay. Now let me reset that. Can I reset this, please, Carrie? Can I reset it? 
Let me reset. I digress. Dearest Abigail, how do you explain to a man how uncomfortable hot flashes are? I am a pre or per menopausal woman who has been married for 12 years to a sweet husband who loves to snuggle. But when I'm having a hot flash, the last thing I want is a warm body touching me. My husband thinks I'm mean and I'm one of those freaky females. How can I make him understand that hot flashes happen? And that it should be okay for me to ask for some space until the feeling passes. Signed, Hot Flash Hilda. <laughs> Hot Flash Hilda. Guys, this is terrible. You know, it's great that the start of a new year, we are tackling. Starting Hold on, the Carrie. New year. Starting a new year, we are tackling these difficult subjects. Yes. Okay. Starting One thing the we new won't year. be tackling is ED. I tell you that right now. <laughs> we are not going to be tackling ED. Starting okay? the we will new not. year. Okay. You, we are <laughs> how is Johnny going to explain a hot flash? Well, I'll, you know what? I'll tell you. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you. Okay. If, what do you mean, how is Johnny going to explain a hot flash? How is Johnny going to explain a hot how flash to... Johnny's dad, like the da Johnny's how dad. is Johnny's dad going to explain a hot flash? Oh, it's to simple. little Johnny. It's simple. All he has to do is turn around and say, son, you know what? Women, as they get older, they have... Well, at most You're times... You're going to lose they all have, your women listeners have, for this one. No, no. Women, they have chemical imbalances. <laughs> Diplomatic immunity. And that's why men have EDs. Dipl you know what? This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. You you are you are, you are about are to be suspended. You are about to be suspended from the show. I'm gonna tell you that right now. You're on board flight seven eight. This is ridiculous. All right, absolutely Start ridiculous. Start the new year off right by you. No, you've already us ruined this episode. Your explanation. You've already first. ruined this episode. Okay, it, it, it's either guest first no. or it's it's Terry. you first. Terry, what say you? What say you to Hot Flash Hilda? What 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 do you say to Hot Flash Hilda? I think Hot Flash Hilda should get a lighter. And get a lighter? When <laughs> Wait a she's having a hot flash, she should have, when her husband comes near, put that lighter underneath his elbow and say, now how close do you want to get, buddy? Oh, Ain't nobody wow. got time for that. <laughs> guys. Oh, everybody has time for that guys, one. <laughs> Terry is the representation of people from Fort Worth, guys. And so I'm beginning to think that Dallas, <laughs> the pendulum is swinging back to Dallas. No, it's not. Because Fort Worth, people are talking about lighting people on fire. Okay, what are, what are your thoughts? Well, I, I like to save my thoughts for later but no, uh carrie, carrie what ahead. do you say gentlemen what? first no 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 i i believe <laughs> gentlemen that you need to say, first yep new year I, well i want to see what i want to see what no, no. abby has to say okay. i believe i will let's see what abby has to say let's see what you have to say first well i believe that this woman like i always say is she is being selfish Okay, this gentleman wants to cuddle with his wife. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. She is being selfish. She is thinking only of herself. Okay, uh -huh. if she has a hot flash, then she needs to drink some water. Okay, she needs to drink some water to cool down. That's what I feel. I feel that she should not be a selfish person. Okay, to write in to Dearest Abigail about what she should do. She knows what she should do. What she and should do is... And you think drinking water is going to help? Let me tell Do, my does truth. Does water help? This is the reason why... Is that a scientific fact? 
you know what? I know what isn't a scientific fact that you keep interrupting me and won't let me talk. <laughs> no, okay? I think it is because it happens over and over again. What I'm saying That's is this. Part of science. Okay, this is what I'm talking about, guys. This is what I'm talking about. I cannot give an answer. Carrie, what say you? What is your take on this? This is not a relationship podcast, if you will. Please, Carrie. What, what say you? What is your I, thoughts on it? I feel the respect should go back and forth. If someone's not feeling well or not at their best, you should just respect it. So when the man says, I have a migraine. I have what? I have a migraine or I have ED. Like, okay, you know what? You know what? I'm tired of this. Respect. Oh, hell no. You know what, Carrie? Respect their deficiencies or illnesses for for what they are. And don't push the issue. Just back off. Give them the space they need. I totally agree. How about for this New Year's resolution, you don't have a war on men, okay? How about you do that, Carrie? I did! How about for this New Year's for for your New Year's resolution, you don't ever talk about ED because this is not what this show is about, okay? This is a family show. You're you're terrible. Uh, Let's see what Abigail has to say. Abigail says, start with the basics. Tell him, if he hasn't already noticed, that when a woman experiences a hot flash, her skin suddenly feels intensely warm and she often begins to perspire, sometimes profusely. The feeling of heat can be so strong that some women suddenly remove their jackets and others also feel an overwhelming urge to remove their jewelry. Fortunately, the feeling usually passes within a few minutes. If your husband doesn't get the message, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Keep reading. Keep reading. Then preheat the oven to 450 degrees for 15 minutes. Open the door and ask him to lean uh, in. Yes. This is ridiculous. Yes. Where's the button? Yes. Where's the button? Yes. Where's the button? Oh, hell no. Engineer, one more time for emphasis. Oh, hell no. I, I was no. going to say this get a ridiculous. space heater and put it on his behind. This, this yeah, is a war go. on men and is see, what it I is. Was, I wasn't war. even that harsh. I just said under his elbow and she said stick his head in the oven. That's what yeah. I'm talking no, about. No, no, she said That's to lean Hansel into it. That's some and Gretel stuff. She said <laughs> to lean into it. She didn't say stick his head into the oven. Le- lean into it. This is ridiculous. Yep. This is ridiculous. That's so, a good So one. you're going to lean into this idea. You're going to figure out how women feel. Welcome I'm to so the, glad you're going to scientifically war. experiment. Welcome to, I'm so glad you brought this up. I, I thought it was just, you know. It was going to end up being weak. Yeah. But it yeah, didn't. It she didn't. pulled through for us. She did. But Abby Ken, did right. And Kenyon hadn't read the whole Ab- article. Abby was <laughs> so much better than we were. Yeah, she was. She was. She, look who she is. She got. That's what she does. Welcome she knows to what the, she's talking about. Welcome to the War on Men podcast with Carrie and Terry, guys. I will not let it happen, guys. I guess you're going to do away with dear abby you know what you know what we're out of time we are out of time abby's uh, changed for we, 22 we, he's got to get rid of him. we are out of time guys uh terry thank you for coming on the show do you, do you have any final thoughts terry any i don't i really enjoyed that dear abby no so final I like thoughts her in 22 yeah that's yes. my thought okay okay thank you for that commentary uh carrie do you have any final thoughts any have final thoughts? Very, thought? very happy new year. Have a happy new year, guys. Have a happy new year, guys. I will tell you that. And I will leave you with this. Everything in life works out in your favor once you take care of yourself. Hydrate, stretch, sleep enough, connect with your lover, eat healthy food, and take care of your mind and body no matter what. And that is real talk, guys. 
blue skies and a tailwind. We will see you all in two weeks. You're on board flight 785. Sportos, motorheads, geeks, sluts, bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, dickheads. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude.